The Block Talk podcast started because of my passion for the property management industry. I wanted to start a conversation and add some value within the industry with a diverse range of people and professionals who can add something extra. As we start out, my aim is that the podcast offers some useful insight into a variety of views, opinions, thoughts, and foresights from our guests who include business leaders and industry experts. If you enjoy the podcast and want to find out any other information, head on over to brianwelsh.co.uk. Welcome to another edition of the Block Talk podcast with me, Brian Welsh, and Jack Bruce. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm very well, Brian. Very well. I've just been editing some podcasts and I'm beginning to not hate the sound of my own voice. So that's, I don't know whether that's a good, a good or a bad thing, though. But yeah, I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm great. I'm great. I'm, um, it's actually quite cold today. I'm, I'm in... I'm in the house, I think I mentioned this before, I'm in the house that I'm uh, um, renovating and the heating went off overnight, so it's pretty pretty Baltic today, but uh, but it's back on now, so it'll heat up soon. Hopefully. Okay, so um, as part of our health and well-being series this month, we have an influential and knowledgeable coach and business owner to share his expertise and help motivate you to improve your health and well-being fitness in 2022. Today, we have the pleasure of chatting to Ross Park, owner of The Fly Project in Glasgow. Ross has over 20 years experience in the fitness industry and is the brains behind The Fly Project's unique programming. Over the years, Ross has organized several high-profile fitness events to encourage more people to try out their unique programming, which has helped to put The Fly Project firmly on the map as one of Glasgow's top, top places to train and get fit. As a bit of a mouthful for me. <coughs> Excuse me. Hi, Ross. How are you doing? Hi, Brian. Hi, Jax. How are you doing? Uh, Brian, I think that's the, the best introduction I've ever had. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for that, mate. <laughs> good, good, good. So, um, so it's January. January is a time when a lot of people say they're going to get fitter and healthier. I know I was speaking to my business coach about it, and he's trying to push me into these sort of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't stick at it. And I think that's always been my challenge, I guess. Um, so what advice would you give to people to get started and keeping it going, which is the most important thing? I think, to be honest, if you've not dipped your toe or you've, or you've dipped your toe into the fitness world before and not really stuck at it, my advice would be get some guidance, get some perfect, whether it's one-to-one personal training, whether it's a group environment, but have someone to help you with your journey, if you want to call it that, um, just to get started, to give you a little bit of knowledge about what, what you're doing, why you're doing it, <clears throat> which ultimately leads to making progress, which, again, will give you, will generate that discipline that you need to keep going. But so, yeah, I mean, the long, short answer is get some guidance with it. And it doesn't need to be three times a week, high expenditure on a personal trainer. You can chat to guys and speak to them once a, once a month you know, and get a bit of structure around that. There's various ways of doing it, but just look into getting some professional guidance. Um, you've got your personal side of things and you've also got your group fitness, which depending on what you what you prefer, there's there's a couple of different roads you can go down with that that, that will just keep you right and and, and with, a, with a view to sticking at it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think that's, the ch- that's certainly been the challenge for me has been the kind of sticking at it point of view, but I'd, I've never kind of, 
taken that approach to it. Um, so tell us about the training program at Fly and why it works so well for your members. I mean, Fly, our sort of goal was to provide people with the most efficient and effective group uh, fitness class around. That's really the, the crux of it. And we base all of our training around um, barbells and, and uh, sort of strength and conditioning principles, which really it's, it's, it's simple and effective training that we structure to allow people to get the most out of their hour. Really, that's the best way I can put it. Okay, and what and so what so so you do this as classes rather than yeah sorry it's, it's it's group group fitness so you've got maximum twenty people we've got five coaches that are all well qualified and motivated and we just um, we guide everybody through this each session each uh, session is structured um, to tie into. Uh, so a week's worth of training and it just takes the thought process out for for people that are busy people that enjoy training but don't want to think too much about it that's why we are there so you, you know you can come in switch off um and be provided with the environment and the, the programming that will allow you to develop really and, and enjoy it maybe you know even more than anything else okay Cool. No, that sounds great. I must admit, I've never probably um, due to being intimidated, I guess, I think, which is really bizarre because both of my kids are absolute, um, you know, they love the gym and they and they're they're committed and they go, you know, regularly um, and they don't, you know, I, I guess if you're younger, it's easier. And, and if you're older and, and it can be, a, I've, I've found it a bit intimidating. It's just such a huge thing for for. Especially in in our style of training, we're in a unit. Um, you know, I know I've got friends that own a similar sort of setup, and it is a, it's a barrier <clears throat> that we continually try to break down because you'll find that if you you would be slightly intimidated naturally just because it's the unknown, but then once you actually get your foot through the door and realise it's full of very much like-minded people that want to that are not you know all different sort of shapes, sizes, ages, fitness levels. It's a real mix. And um, and people are there just because they want to challenge themselves and, and, and make a bit of progress. So, yeah, and the, the intimidation thing is a massive, uh, I wouldn't say issue, but it's it's, it's thing that we're, we try and break down the barriers around yeah. that to, to make it more accessible to people. <clears throat> no, I get what you mean. I think that would, yeah, that, that's certainly certainly been a bit of, of, of my experience. Yeah. Um, so anyone in and around Glasgow could get involved with Fly, but for anyone listening who doesn't live in the area, are there any words of wisdom you'd give to people when choosing where and who to train with? I mean, there's so many options now. Um, speak to your friends is a, a, probably a first port of call. If you can get along with a friend, again, there's a wee bit of accountability there, which is good. Um I'll just check out what's in your area and what appeals to you, because it's obviously there's there are so many different options, and you got to find something that that you enjoy first and foremost, or at least you like the look of, and, and go and check it out. And once you do get your foot through the door, try and commit to it for a month, even just say, right, I'm going to go for a month, try and get in a couple of times a week, and and give it the chat, give it the time it's due to 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 start. To create a little bit of a habit now without 
without sort of putting too much pressure on it. It's just that's the the big one. If you if you can commit to it for a period of time, <clears throat> you start to see those changes and, and start to enjoy it even more. And that's the biggest for me, the biggest thing that'll keep keep you going, you know, is that when you start to see changes and it maintains that little, that motivation or, or discipline that you, that you need to just uh, to, to progress really and to make it part of your routine. Cool. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I can see that. I can see that. So, um, Jackson, we're talking actually, and and you're all about the challenges. You did the Everesting challenge last year, if I've said that right. Can yeah, you tell us why you do challenges and 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 you know talk 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 to me about that as well. Uh, yeah, to be honest, it was I'm, I'm not naturally built for endurance. I'm sort of short and uh, <laughs> kind of stocky, so endurance was never really um, my thing. But a friend of mine about six, seven years ago um, said, you fancy cycling from London to Barcelona? And I thought, you know what? <clears throat> sounds, like, sounds like good fun, sounds like a real challenge. And from that sort of summer onwards, I just decided to do something endurance-based each year, which generally revolves around a bike, to be honest. Uh, I did my 20 boxing, did a fight for one year. and So each year I just try and just take myself out of my comfort zone and um, it just creates a bit of discipline around my training. Um, but the big thing for me, it creates, without sounding cheesy, a real, real sort of three to six months of memories with potentially people you've never met and experiences that you, you would never really have ended up doing without sort of committing to something different that's really why i do it okay that's really interesting and do you do you think i mean are, they, are these things that anyone can do are there different kind of levels no, no, of absolutely i mean anybody can get involved i mean i'm lucky that okay i'm surrounded by good good friends that you know one one of my good friends owns a charity so all right he, okay. uh, that's obviously a, a, a natural sort of tie-in. So we'll just fling out, like the Everesting was just something we flung out. And for folk that don't know what that is, it's just a, you basically go up and down the same hill on a bike until you complete the, the elevation of Everest. It, it was a, it's a cycling uh, creation that was, was brought into the world a few years ago by an Australian guy. But... As I say, we just flung it out there. Um, we're all daft enough to, to, to say, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, um, and and what, we've had an amazing few months doing it. It was, a, it was a, an extremely tough challenge and it put us all in a place that we didn't think we were going to make it, which is always nice to come through something like that. And as I said, the memories and friendships you create on the back of that are really what it's all about. Okay, okay. So, so... A question for you. So, yeah, I mean, I think that the, 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 I have a business coach, and he is my accountability coach, and he yep. challenges me all the time. Um, but for for me, I you know, I, I have a reasonably stressful job, or maybe I create create a stressful <laughs> job. I don't know. Maybe I create my own stress. Um, how can and I mean, you know, we've 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 chatted on a podcast to to someone who. Um, I'm on this podcast to someone who um, talked about um, a survey that they did in, um, um, for property managers, which is which is effectively the biggest part of the the, the, the one of the businesses that I I'm involved in, and and one of the biggest challenges was kind of stress and these sort of things. Yeah. What can 
what what can what you offer help these kind of guys when they're when they're kind of had a pretty stressful day at work i guess i think just from from a, from my point of view and that what we provide people is a a place that they can come in switch off and leave feeling brilliant you know i think that's what it's all about and and taking the thought process out taking the stress out of it um, and going into an environment you know whether it's a group fitness environment or working with somebody on a one-to-one level that allows you to enjoy what you're doing enjoy moving better first and foremost and and from a personal level don't put too much stress on getting to any particular goal initially you know turn up just turn up and good things will happen and i think if you're in the correct environment that you, you enjoy and you're surrounded by good people then you know that's that's the first first stage of that right okay okay excellent excellent um i think i've i've probably already asked you this actually during the during the the um the chat anyway but um have you got anything else to say to anyone who's kind of listening who's Maybe I was once told I was a great procrastinator. I try not to be these days. Um, but anyone kind of listening, I know I talked about being intimidated, but anyone who's nervous or procrastinating about going to gym or starting out, I mean, how do you, you know, taking that first step, you know? That's, that's I mean, taking the first step's the hard, the hard bit. And I think potentially leaning on a friend, um, if you are really nervous about things, you know, you and a friend go and approach a trainer or, or get involved in a in a group fitness environment, at least you get somebody there to to, to sort of help you through the early stages of that. Um, but ultimately, you got to look at yourself and decide, do you want to do it or do you not? You know, and yeah. I'm a great believer in if you're going to do something, commit to it. And and they're going to be, it's not going to be that easy. And there's no point in dressing that up. But you got to just commit to it and good things will happen. Really, that's, that would be my advice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the kind of, it was funny you were talking about earlier because one of the things I talked to my business coach about is habits, yeah? yeah. And it's and it's creating that kind of, um, you know, in the morning kind of have this um, um, this routine yeah, that you go through. And we call it, there's a great book actually that you got me to read called Atomic Habits. And it's yeah. all about habit stacking. So I do certain things every morning. So I, I walk the dog and try and kid myself. That's my exercise for the day. Um, and, then I, and then I look at my to-do list um, for what, what was I meant to get done yesterday? Um, did I get it done? Um, um, yes, I did. And what am I going to do today? And then I kind of have breakfast and then shower and whatever. And I have this kind of routine. Um, and what he talks about is, and if you're struggling to get one of those maybe not so easy things to do, to kind of put it in the middle of that routine so it actually becomes a routine. Do you see what I mean? Very much so, very much so. And I think keeping it simple, you know, and not trying to create a big routine. If you don't have one, then, you know, take it small steps. Yeah. You know, if you're going to, if you, if your first thing is I'm going to commit to something simple for the first week that, you know, I'm actually going to go out and walk or I'm going to, going to join a gym if you're at that stage. And don't think too much about, you know, goals and where I need to be and, you know, how long it's going to take me to get there. Just simply dial it into your routine as you're talking about, like, I'm going to get there every day. Or uh-huh. build that in. That's that's a win straight away if you get there. If you wake up, have a glass of water, then, you know, commit to getting to, to 
whether it is a walk or you are going to go to a gym, just uh, just keep it simple around that and say that that's your goal. You know, mm-hmm. just turning up. And then after a month, you'll find, right, okay, I'm going to start eating a little bit better and, you know, I'm going to start pushing this and, you know, things start to develop from there. But keep it simple at the start is, would, would be my advice. Brilliant. Okay, no, that's that's really useful. That's really useful. I, yeah, I, I, you know, January is the time when a lot of people do these things and, and you know, and I guess it is, you know, January is a great reflection time as well to, you know, what... Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's a good time to, to act on things, but I think having to sort of grand a goal and saying, right, in three months I'm going to do this, that, and that can, can, can actually be detrimental because you might not hit your where you think you need to be after the first couple of weeks. So, yeah, keep it simple. Get Turn up for the first month, you know, and you'll find that good things will happen. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, brilliant. It's been great chatting to you, Ross. No pleasure. What, what happens at this point is Jax jumps in and asks our three quirky questions. So, Yes, my three quirky questions. Thanks, Ross. That was really good. Um, no pleasure. As a fly member, I can I can concur that it is a great place to train. It is intimidating, even as someone who was training for about fifteen years before I came along to fly. It's but once you get over that um, feeling, it's um, it's a good place to train and, and be amongst um, other good people. So, um, so the first of the three quirky questions are: um, What's your biggest failure across your entire career, and what did you learn from it? Uh, I think. To be honest, there's been there's been a few, you know, just <laughs> went to get to the point we're at just now, and and from a professional level, the the structure, the system, how everything run, runs, as you can imagine, over the years I've been involved in fitness for over twenty years, so there's been a there's been quite a few things that didn't go <laughs> particularly well, shall we say? Um, but I think it's it's having the confidence and, and seeing that. Right, that didn't work, you know. Let's make a change on that and then and push forward with something else. So it's just recognising when things haven't gone so well and not trying to bang your head against a brick wall. Yeah. You know? So yeah, yeah. there's been plenty of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Good. So if you ruled the world for a day, what would you do? Yeah, I think to be honest, at this stage of the game we all need a right good party and <laughs> I think uh, we all need if we could take COVID out of the equation for a couple of days, everything for free, everybody just goes out, has a great time, everyone in the shops is free, <laughs> all the food and drink is free, then that's so, I, would, I would put that into place at, at least once a year. <laughs> <laughs> So rule the world for a day for it every year for the rest of your life. I <laughs> just one day. Yeah. I'm I'm voting for you, Ross. <laughs> so when you're seventy and you look back at your life, what will you be glad you did or feel proud of? Either something you've already done or something that you want to do. Um, I suppose, kind of on a general level, just proud to to committing to following a path that I wanted to committing to to the challenges we had talked about previously and surrounding myself, lucky enough to surround myself by good people and that's what I've been most proud of, that commitment to to wanting to achieve things and push forward and uh, having good people around me. Yeah. So you've already done all that. Tick. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, I so going forward, I just obviously get goals around the business and personal goals. So it'd be nice to make sure that they're, they're all uh, the boxes are ticked when I'm sitting back uh, with my, my nice whiskey at 70 years old. <laughs> Brilliant, thanks, Ross. No pleasure, Brian. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Jax. Um, they were good, they were, they were really good, especially the party one. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Listen, Ross. Thanks very much for coming on. Um, you know, it's a it's a well being kind of theme this month. So, really appreciate you coming. No, on happy and, to help. Happy to. If anybody wants to reach out, you know, if I've struck a chord with anybody and even just want to have a quick chat, they can get me on the the, the Fly Project website. My email address is on there. If you get questions and you know they maybe needing a bit of guidance, and if I can help them in any way, then I'd be happy to do that. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Ross. My pleasure.